when you bring CPS into it. Like for, serious, what? what? Child no. Protective Service. Yes. No, I know what that is. Hold I'm saying, now. she said that at the dinner. Welcome back to Bravo Breaking News with Kim and Lisa. So this week on The Real Housewives of Orange County, the paparazzi caught Heather and Terry being the perfect couple and Shannon was caught in another tequila-drenched lie. Will Heather and Shannon's ceasefire really last? Will Gina be able to move on from the horrid CPS comment? And does Shannon really belong in rehab? So we're going to dive into this entire mess. But before we do, make sure you are subscribed so you don't miss any Bravo breaking news. So the episode picks up with the whole Heather and Terry saga and their $55 million house, which they just sold. We have another Bravo cameo with the Altmans coming in, who I guess sold the mansion. Um, you know, the buyers sign the papers as they're filming and they celebrate with champs. Um, and hey, I would be celebrating probably a lot more if I sold my house for $55 million. I think Terry seems pretty happy about it. He seems very happy with that sum of money. Um, and I don't know. It's just kind of interesting to see this, how this all played out and how, you know, how they're going to move forward. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Yeah, it definitely seemed very quick. I mean, who knows if they were talking behind the scenes to Josh Altman, you know, before about selling the house, but it did seem like it happened very quickly. It also seems like Terry kind of has a man crush on Josh. He was like, that guy gets things done. That guy's a, he does deals. They remind me of us. I thought that was cute. I, I love million dollar listings. So I was always happy to have a crossover. But they have to be out of that house in three weeks. That is a giant property to have to pack up and move out of in three weeks and find another home to go to. But you know, Terry's like, listen, 55 million is not fuck you money. 55 million is fuck everyone you've ever known money. So worth it. It sure is. And then they share that this was the third highest sale in Orange County history, which is honestly like crazy. I mean, Orange County has some serious mansions, some serious money, some major moguls and business people live here. So the fact that Heather and Terry are like making history is kind of huge. Yeah, it's a big deal. So then we get this scene where Emily is showing up at Harley Davidson. And my first thought was, what the hell are we doing here? And then I'm like, oh, oh, she's going to be like shopping with Tamara, you know, because Tamara is like a motorcycle rider right now. That was her return to the season was the, you know, iconic motorcycling through, you know, the valley of Orange County. How could we forget? But to my surprise, Tamara doesn't show up. But Gina shows up and we learn that Emily is there because she wants to learn how to ride a motorcycle. She wants to take motorcycle lessons. And at first I'm like, again, what? But then she kind of explains, you know, like 
I wanted to try something new. I'm tired of just like talking about doing something different and I wanted to actually do something different. So like more power to her, like bravo, Emily. I feel that getting older. It's like you need something that's fun, that's a hobby. And that's just like something you enjoy doing and something new. Yeah. I mean, I think Gina was equally as confused when she showed up. But, you know, I agree. I'm like, I'm getting to that age too, where I just want to do things that I've always wanted to do. I kind of fall in Gina's camp with, you know, but does it have to be something so dangerous? But, you know, it seems like Emily's, you know, she wants to go for it. So they kind of bring up the the CPS conversation. So Gina says, you know, I was with, I had coffee with Jen and she told me that at the, the fiesta or the taco party, Shannon brought up Gina's DUI and she said that CPS was coming for her kids. And if Shannon hadn't hooked her up with that attorney, you know, she would have been arrested in front of her kids. And, you know, Emily's like, first of all, that's not true. You don't get your kids taken away from you for getting a DUI. So let's just put that out there. And second of all, you know, why does Shannon insist on continuing to bring up this very dark time in Gina's life? And Gina's like, I have to feel like it is her mission to take me down and just keep me in that negative place. And it really does kind of seem like that. What What do you think? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, this definitely seems to have been a trigger to everybody at that dinner, like besides Shannon and and Tamara. First of all, we know that Shannon doesn't even remember saying it. But Jen, who heard it, is definitely triggered. And her, you know, her um, spidey senses are up. She is like, whoa, like what is going on? I think Taylor probably feels the same way. These like people who hear this and have no kind of background story. So this is like all they're hearing. This is all they, they know about the situation. So it's really crazy. But Like I said, Shannon is just going about like she never said it because her and Tamara have a sit down. And um, again, what's the topic of conversation? John Jansen. So obviously Shannon is saying there's a lot of division in the group. The three people, you know, Emily, Gina and Heather didn't show up to the dinner because of the whole drama with her and John. And, you know, she kind of starts to open up to Tamara about more things that are happening in their relationship. She shares that, you know, her her and John get in these fights, but he is an avoider. So he tends to leave. Like it's like they don't resolve these things. They've never gone on a trip together. It's like she is kind of just word vomiting all of these things to Tamara on camera after saying, John's a private person. I can't talk about this shit on camera. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. It makes zero sense. Like she is revealing more in this moment than any of the other ladies did who she is, you know, ready to disown. And can we just talk for a second about the opening back scratch situation? That was 30 seconds of television that I felt so awkward and uncomfortable. Shannon felt awkward and uncomfortable. I was like, I don't see. She's like, I've never been more in love with my life. I'm sorry. I do not see that with them. I do not see any chemistry. 
I don't see any real connection there. I just, I think Shannon is just telling herself these things because she doesn't want to be alone. And I, I don't know. I'm, I'm over it. But the hypocrisy of her just saying all of these private things after getting so pissed at everybody for bringing up private things is beyond. So, of course, Tamara says, you know, is he really in it? Like, is, do you think he's afraid to get married? And Shannon says they don't talk about marriage. And honestly, I think that's fine. I don't think that people dating in their 50s need to get married. I really don't see the need for that. But she says, you know, our issues are no one else's business. And then Tamara goes on in her confessional and says, you know, if John's not talking about marriage, that's a huge red flag. I don't know if I agree with, I mean, I, I don't know. Again, they're obsessed with them getting married and I don't get it. But Shannon says, you know, we have sex money kid issues just like everyone else. Oh, except this, that part good, you know. Oh my God, yeah, right. It's so weird how Tamara is acting. She is tiptoeing around Shannon and saying all these things in the confessionals and not saying them to Shannon's face. Like, if you were a real friend, Tamara, you would voice your concern when Shannon is saying this to you, directly to you. You know, you would be like, yeah, you know, like, have you thought about this? Like, maybe, you know, not being, uh, you know, a good idea. Have you? I mean, I guess she kind of does imply that maybe, you know, do you think John's not ready to get married, et cetera, et cetera. But then it's like in the confessional, she is totally blowing it out of proportion. Huge red flag. This is huge. It's like, Tamara, if you were a real friend to Shannon, you would say how you really felt about it to her face and not just kind of, I don't know, do it in the confessional behind her back. It's just rubbing me the wrong way how she's going about this. Yeah. So then we get over to... Heather and Shannon's meetup. That was very interesting because I'm like, okay, another meetup. Like they just talked like what the day before, two days before, and it ended like this. So now they're doing another meetup. So I don't know if you feel this way, but this show is just a series of lunches, a series of meals. They go from brunch, then they go to lunch and then they do a dinner and then it just repeats itself all over again the next day. I don't know. It's starting to seem like a hamster wheel to me. But Shannon and Heather get together and, you know, Heather shows up with the goal of, you know, getting to a better place. But she's, you know, she's basically saying that there was never a vault. This, all this vault talk is bullshit because Shannon just gives the combination to everybody for the vault. <laughs> there is no vault. There are no secrets because Shannon is telling everybody. So Heather kind of now blames everything on Tamara, that Tamara was mm -hmm. the one that was really instigating the conversations and bringing it up. And they flash back to the scenes where Heather's like, I'm not going to talk about it. And Heather does have a point here. Yeah, she definitely does. And I will say, when Heather walked in in that all-white ensemble, ensemble, she just looks like money. I was like, she looks like $55 million everywhere, every time she shows up. But she definitely has a point, and I think, you know, there's more than one person to blame in this situation of talking about Shannon's relationship. But ultimately, she's right that everyone has the combination to that vault, and the combination is tequila. You give Shannon some tequila, she starts talking, and then, worse, she doesn't remember what she says. So then... You know, she just goes on and blames everyone else. And it's like, Shannon, you told me these things. So it is all just, it's just messy. And Heather starts saying, you know, am I going to have to like 
forget everything that Shannon tells me in private so that I can't bring it up on camera, it's very confusing. You know, and she says, I would never intentionally hurt you. I truly believe that I was not shit talking you. She does give us a beautiful soap opera moment where her eyes tear up. And, you know, Shannon seems to not be buying it. She says, maybe you should put this IMDb in your lunch because that was a brilliant performance. IMDb in your lunch? Oh, wait, sorry. You guys know what I mean. Maybe we should put this lunch in your IMDb because it was just a beautiful performance. But, you know, Shannon says, okay, you know, thank you for the apology. I need to process things. So she doesn't quite say, you know, I forgive you. Let's move on. But they've cleared the air, but I don't think it's going to last. This is too soon. It was too quick. And yeah, that um, single Rinna tear that Heather Dubrow just so perfectly, you know, did in the moment. I'm not buying it. I don't think she's sorry for anything. I, I, I think that her and Shannon have had issues and will always have issues. I think it stemmed from them kind of, you know, kind of being in competition with each other from the beginning. They were neighbors. Mm-hmm. They both, you know, lived very wealthy lives. Heather's went one way. Shannon's went another way. And I think that there is a little bit of, you know, just that competition between them and a little bit of just negativity that I don't think either of them is going to get over. So I don't think this is going to last. Do you think it's going to last? I don't think it's going to last long. It never lasts long with those two. But I will say at the pumpkin patch, when Shannon was having a hard time, it did seem like Heather was, you know, genuinely making an effort to say, are you okay? You know, do you do you need to do you need something? So, you know, I think she's trying. But yeah, they just butt heads too much for this to last. Yeah. So Heather and Shannon seem to have resolved things. But at the pumpkin patch, uh, Emily and Gina are coming after Shannon. And Shannon does not know how to handle it at this point. So everybody arrives at the pumpkin patch. And basically, they're immediately bringing up the whole Gina DUI CPS situation. Because obviously, we know that Gina and Emily weren't there. But word got around. Jen told them. So they are confronting the other cast members about this. Tamra, of course, acts like she doesn't remember. She's pulling a Shannon Bador and saying, I don't remember Shannon saying that when she literally said it word for word. I think Tamra was definitely knew what she was doing here and definitely knew that she was covering for Shannon in this situation. What did you think? Well, I agree. But what about Taylor? Taylor also said, I don't remember that. But it seemed like Taylor just didn't want to be a part of it. It seemed like she did remember and she just, for whatever reason, didn't want to go near this conversation with a 10-foot pole or with, you know, a pumpkin. So, but I was confused by that because then it makes Jen seem like she's the liar because she has no one backing her up when in the reality is that Jen is the only reliable source on this cast. And, you know, she seems to be the only one who is actually telling the truth here. Yeah, I don't know. Jen doesn't really seem like a shit stirrer to me. And, you know, that may be a good thing or a bad thing on the housewives. I tend to, you know, like a good shit stirrer. But I don't think she would make this up. And we know she's not making it up because, right, it will footage. 
And Shannon says that word for word. So I don't know if Tamara and Taylor just had as much to drink as Shannon and blacked out, you know, like Shannon tends to do all the time or not. But there are some, you know, major issues here. But we get kind of this funny moment from Shannon who, you know, she always gives us these moments and she's just not having a good time there. Nobody's having a good time at this pumpkin patch. They don't want to carve these pumpkins. They're really bad at it. And Shannon just basically says, I'm not a fan of the fall. Who wants to celebrate death? I hate orange and brown and olive green. Like, I just I just hate the fall. And kind of said no one ever, right? Exactly. Although I did notice she had fall decor in her house. But basically, Heather, Gina, and Emily know that Shannon's full of shit. And no one believes her. And Shannon's like, well, maybe Jen Googled it and found that out about Gina. I don't know. I didn't say it. God, strike me dead. I would never say such a horrid thing. And it's like, cue lightning strike coming down from the heavens, Shannon Bedore. Be careful what you wish for because... Yes, said it. Shannon storms Bedore. The lightning is striking because you are a liar. And now we can't believe anything you say, pretty much. Your, you know, your credibility is shot at this point. And it's tough to watch. Now, the thing is, the part that I don't know the answer to this, is it that she truly doesn't remember because she drinks too much? Is that her MO? Or is she in denial because she knows she said it and she knows it was bad? I mean, I think it's the denial and she's blaming it on the drinking. Okay. I mean, it's clearly there's some sort of issue here, but, you know, she is so adamant about I did not say this that is horrifying I would never say something like that that it's really just confusing you know that you were on camera right you know you're on a reality show so if whatever you say is gonna come back to haunt you maybe she thinks they're not recording since like you know everything she says she's like don't put that on the camera I don't want it on the camera like girl the camera's pointing right at you of course they're gonna show it So then Tamara starts asking Heather about the paparazzi thing because Teddy Mellencamp talked about it on her and Tamara's podcast and said, you know, paparazzi don't just come to Orange County. You have to call them. And she's not wrong. So, you know, Heather says, are you accusing me of staging these photos? And Tamara's kind of like, no, I'm not. And Heather says, but you are. And, you know, there's no resolution here. She basically just says, okay, Tamara, believe whatever you want. But we all know what really happened. And then it was so funny because we have these arguments going on and that someone someone just says, this has been so nice. I think it was Jen. And it just felt so funny because you have all these arguments going on, people screaming across the table. This has just been lovely. It's just a lovely day. It's always lovely. It's always a lovely time when these ladies get together. Uh, the The whole Heather thing, I definitely think it's staged. I mean, her and Terry are too smart to let these rumors about them, you know, pass with everything yeah. one thing to prove them wrong. And so they definitely called somebody. She should maybe just admit it or in a roundabout way say, you know, like, I wanted to put these rumors to bed. But she yeah. seems to be upset that the women didn't call her about the rumors and confront her and ask if she was okay, if they were okay, if they were true. 
Like, I don't know. If if the ladies called each other every time a headline came out about one of them, I mean, they would be calling each other every five minutes of every day. So I think that's the real reason why Heather and Terry didn't want to tell anyone they were selling their house, because that coupled with the rumor that was already out there looks bad. That looks like a couple that is breaking up and they're starting to divide their assets. So I think that's my theory about why they didn't want to tell anyone. That's a very, very good theory and maybe one that the ladies kind of latch on to because we see on next week like they're like, whoa, 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 you're selling your house. You didn't tell us that. So maybe, I don't know, maybe it's all they're kind of piecing the puzzle together. But it's kind of funny because, you know, they try to shift the conversation, but Shannon is still boiling inside. Like she is like, I have pain. Like I, I just can't stand to sit here any longer. So to use our favorite Bravo term, Shannon dips out. She's leaving. She's done with it. And Gina's basically kind of making this kind of wild statement saying that if Shannon is saying all these things and not remembering them, then maybe she needs to go to rehab. Shots fired. Shots fired. But that was in a confessional, right? Not at the table. So I don't think we're going to be able to you know, address that until the reunion. But we know that Shannon and Gina have been going back and forth on Instagram. And I have a feeling that this is just the beginning of of what's going to go down with them. Oh, yeah, this is this is in no way over. And we'll see what happens next week. But in the meantime, make sure you guys tune in and make sure you are subscribed. Leave us a comment. We it really helps us out. Make sure you're following Bravo Breaking News on Instagram. I can be found at Lisa Not Rina on Instagram. And we will see you guys next time. Bye.